and welcome to episode 33 of Brain Fart. I am Maddie and I am your host for this podcast. If you are new here, this is your first episode, welcome. I'm glad you can join in. You have quite the backlog to catch up on if you're interested. And if you're coming back, thank you for returning. And I'm glad that people are still interested and still wanting to listen. So this week... I put up a poll on my Instagram. Why am I already out of breath? Uh Um, I put up a poll on my Instagram asking which you would rather hear. And I said either um, a theater story that involved my body and something wacky happening, like just kind of more of a story time type thing. Or I asked if people would be interested in hearing about kind of the the new DNA movement, the like 23 and me and such. And that one won by quite a bit. Not to say that I probably won't tell you the other story later down the line. I just figured I would do this now since it was in high demand. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be talking about today. If you're interested in contributing to those kinds of conversations or you have a specific topic you want to hear, feel free to follow me on Instagram at brainfartpodcast or facebook.com slash brainfartpodcast. Or if you're not into the social media or that doesn't interest you, you can always just email me at brainfartpodcast at gmail.com. And if that doesn't work, um, just shout into the void of the universe and maybe I'll hear you. So those are your options for contacting me. And uh, yeah, so that's my little plug for all of the social media things. I really love having conversations with you guys. I say that every single episode because I still love it and I still love hearing what you guys have to say or want to hear. I know some people have suggestions and they recommend things and then it takes them a while to catch up on the episodes. I mean, I release every week. There's 33 episodes. It, it gets long. So <laughs> I hope that you'll continue to listen. Um, school's back. So when you're walking to class or you're driving to work or you're commuting, just pop on the podcast and listen to this this soothing voice take you take you away. Um, so I think that's that for all of those that's those things. <laughs> I think that's all of the uh, what's it not pleasantries. Nah. Okay, I can't think of the word. I've been spacing a little bit today on words and phrases or what I was talking about. So she's going strong have to do some exercises and try and figure things out later today so I don't escalate into a brain episode. But I think I'm fine. I feel fine. I took a nap. We're all good. Okay, so let's get into the topic. Today we're talking about DNA and kind of what that means. And we're really in this day and age. I mean, okay, let's be real. I'm not going to get scientific and tell you what DNA is, all that stuff. That's just not going to happen. So if you're really interested in DNA and you want to know all of the everything about it, I would suggest taking a class or probably looking it up online. I'm sure there's plenty of free resources for you out there, but I am not one of them. I'm more talking about the lines along the lines of kind of that 23andMe movement and the ancestry stuff. <laughs> Again, I'm not sponsored. I don't know why I have to say that, but your girl's not sponsored. I just want to talk about it. So that's, I guess the craze kind of started a couple years ago. Has it been a couple years? Maybe a little bit longer that people have really started getting interested in what their DNA says about them, whether that be 
about their past and their ancestors or like their health wise medically. So I think there's really two main sites to do that kind of stuff that I'm aware of. I could be missing some obviously but these are the two that really always stick out in my mind they're the ones I see commercials for I've done one of them so one is ancestry and I think that is more along the lines of your past and the people who are in your family and your family tree I think that's kind of building a family tree and that's what they do I've never used it so I am not sure um and then the other one is 23andMe the one I mentioned previous and that one I have done my mom and I got it for Christmas and then my brother and my dad did it and that one is more along the lines of I think how do I say this um looking at your DNA and specific genetics and if you have certain dispositions towards certain illnesses or certain things like I think one they have they have this whole section where it's kind of silly and it says, oh, this person is more likely to have perfect pitch or this person's somewhat likely to have perfect pitch or this person's just like silly genetic things that can maybe occur for you or this person can smell the asparagus in their pee, like silly things like that. And that is, I think, more 23andMe or it can show if you have markers for Alzheimer's or other illnesses. And you can mark if you want, like when you're taking it. Some people don't want to know about that. So you can mark and say you don't want to know. I don't know why you would do that, but I'm going to get into that later. And then I think it also is starting to branch into branch into the family tree movement as well. So I've been getting a lot of requests from people who are 0.03% my relative. And I'm like, I don't know you. But I think it's really interesting to see the connections and these random people that you might possibly know. And more people are doing it, so more people are in the system. And honestly, it's probably the government just wanting all of our DNA in one secure spot. So when cloning happens, they can clone us. But whatever, this is not a conspiracy theory podcast. A little bit. (laughs) Uh, So... That That is that. And so let's just talk about the logistics of you doing the test. I don't know if some of you have or if some of you are interested or have no interest at all and want to stay off the grid. Totally support that. But basically what it is, also it can be kind of pricey sometimes. So I would say usually around holidays like Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, Thanksgiving maybe, I don't know, they always have deals. So I would probably wait until there's a deal going on with a coupon because you don't really want to be paying that fee for, you know, yeah, it's a little expensive. So wait until there's deals at least or ask for it for a birthday or Christmas or if that's not doable, then don't do it. Um, But that it basically comes with a kit and it has a little tube and you can't I think you can't like eat or drink before it or something. It has instructions and not the instructions. You can read them. But basically what you do is you open the tube, you spit a lot in this tube. Uh, You get all your spit in there and then you ship it off to someone who's going to look at your spit and figure out what it all means. So that's 23andMe. I don't, I think that's probably the same way they do it with Ancestry. I don't know. I've never taken that test as I've said before. So the reason I'm talking about it is because of the way it can, I don't know, link to the medical side of things or kind of that genetic health 
idea. And I think that's what really drew me and my mom to it. Of course, we were interested in seeing like, oh, how white are we? Because <laughs> that was basically what was going to happen. I was not going to get all of this DNA results saying that I had fun, exotic places that my ancestors came from. I mean, you can take one look at me and know that your girl is highly white and just different kinds of white. So that basically was solidified with our testing. It's like German and Irish, you know, all those places. So we were kind of, we were interested in that. We were like, maybe, maybe some little sliver of me is cool. Um, not to say that white people aren't cool. Well, okay, whatever. Get over yourself. Um, so we we were interested in that or to see specifically. I think with that, it was really cool to see my mom had certain amounts of other things. And me and my brother obviously didn't have the same amount of things. So he would have more British and I would have more German or I don't I honestly can't remember. But it was cool to compare them side by side and to realize like, yeah, you're my family, you're my brother, but we have different genetic makeup and we take different things from both of our parents like I was more of one thing and then he was more of another and my parents were different and all of that cool stuff so it's really it's interesting but I think what me and my mom were most interested in was the health and what they could tell you genetically about your health and if you had genetic markers for certain diseases because that's that's something that's always fascinated us as people who have both have like chronic illnesses and autoimmune diseases and it runs like or we have autoimmune diseases in the family we've had a lot of cancer in the family we've just been surrounded by a lot of medical issues I don't like to use the word issues but just medical differences than other people would have um we were curious about what that would say about us and of course, we wanted to know everything. And I'm not going to lie, it's a little nerve wracking when we first got the test results back and you're reading these tests and you're wondering, okay, do I have this genetic makeup? And I I can't tell you how accurate they are, if they're 100% accurate, if it's absolutely end all be all. But for me, I think the knowledge is power. And I've always been under that assumption. And I really think that plays into this. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is I think people get really nervous. Like I was, I, I had a little flutter in my tummy when I was opening the email and it set was telling me if I had the genetic markers for cancer and Alzheimer's and MS and all of those other things that they have. That's a little freaky. You don't want to see something saying, hey, there's a possibility you might get this in the future. And luckily for me, I did. I don't think I had any glaring genetic markers in any category so I that made me feel better but then I realized it wouldn't have mattered if it told me I did or if I didn't because that's not what's happening immediately obviously on my brothers it says that oh you have the gene for celiac and obviously that's true because he has celiac so if you already are going in with a disease you're gonna it's gonna be obvious when it says that so it's not like he was going in saying, oh, I'm so nervous. I wonder if I have the celiac marker because he has lived without his entire life. Does that make sense? So, but when you're going in with the idea that, oh, I don't have this yet, what, could I get it in the future? That shouldn't be as scary of a thing because you don't have it yet. It's not It's not a blood test saying, oh yeah, this you're diagnosed with this illness or with this. It's nothing solidified 
or written in stone. It's not saying, okay, this is your destiny that's already been charted out. Here's your entire future. There's no, there's no technology like that yet. But I think it's good to know and good to see this because you can look at it and you can say, okay, yeah, I do have a marker. I have two genetic markers for that. That doesn't mean I'm 100% going to get it. And I think honestly, if I don't think anyone can say you're 100% going to get something, even if everyone in your family has this and you have high genetic markers, I think I think there's always a way to prevent. Does that make sense? Obviously, that's not I keep asking, does that make sense waiting for a response? But <laughs> you can't. I mean, you could, but it would be a little it's not immediate. Okay. So I think you can always, and this is all my opinion, let's be real, I'm not a doctor, I'm not totally qualified to be speaking on all of these things, but I am a person who believes that you can, you can change your destiny, or like you're in control. So when you find these things out, you can say, okay, there are things I can change in my life to try and prevent this. And who knows, maybe you will, maybe you won't, maybe it will kind of be inevitable. But I don't think that's, I don't think you should give up trying. I don't think you should look at it and say, oh, this is, they say that I could possibly get this, so I'm probably going to get it. And that's just the way my life is. Darn, that's it. No, I don't think, I don't think anyone should give up if they see that. And of course, it's a little scary if you see, if you see those answers that you don't quite want to see. But I also think it should be empowering because now you know and now you're able to go out and say, okay, I can change certain things in my life or I can try to do something different. Like this isn't my, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't, um, just stuttering. This isn't fact. This isn't gonna be my entire life. Or this might not even happen. So that's the other thing is it might not even happen. They're not saying, okay, yeah, you're going to get this in 2.5 years. Prepare yourself, girl. No, it's it's just what they find in your DNA. And I think that we have control over our bodies. I think our bodies are really powerful. You know me. I think you can change things happening in your life or take preventative measures to see if you can fix it and to see if you can stop it before it happens. I think we're really powerful beings and I think our bodies are really, really smart. And I think we can help them along the way. Obviously, I mean, this is coming from a girl with several chronic illnesses. So I'm not saying my body is the smartest (laughs) when it attacks me. But I think there's something to be said about putting in all your effort and not giving in to... I don't know, this like darkness of or this cloud of possibility hanging over you saying, well, this might happen, this might happen, this might happen, because those are all mites. And those mites are not mighty. That was so stupid. I hated that. (laughs) Oh, oh, cringy. So I don't know. I think I think there's something to be said about that. So while these things are really cool and while it's really interesting to know your history and to know your body and to know what could possibly happen, it's not it's not written in stone yet. It's not saying, okay, yeah, here's your history and here's your future. It's saying, hey, just take a look at this. This is something 
in your genetic makeup that could cause a little blip in the radar. But now you know. And now the knowledge, now you have the knowledge and now you have the power to change it or to, I don't know. Yeah, to change it. Why not? Why can't we? I don't think, I think sometimes people get scared and I have friends and family members who don't like going to the doctor because they don't want to hear that something's wrong, even though they know something's wrong in their body. They they don't want to hear what it could be and that really scares them and i think that's just hurting yourself in the end denying yourself or blinding yourself to something that's happening especially like you're you're pretty smart when it comes to your body usually your body knows it's the same when you have cravings for food you're usually craving something within the food your body and your mind are really smart and so i think when people know something's bad and they don't want to go to the doctor because they're nervous something is going to happen that's just putting a blindfold on or putting like a band-aid on a gaping wound <laughs> saying this will fix it. I don't want to look at it. So this will be okay when something deeper is happening. And I think sometimes and not to say that you need to take this DNA test to figure out everything that's going to happen. No, I don't think I mean, take it if you want, take it if you don't want. And if you don't really want to know, that's obviously your choice. That's anyone's choice. And that's the great thing about it is you have you have the choice to say, I don't want to know if I might have the marker for Alzheimer's. If that's just going to give you stress and add the stress to yourself in your life, then it's not worth it. But for me personally, I really do believe that this knowledge is power thing exists. And I like to know things. It's the, I'm a huge communicator. I just want to know what's going on. That's just who I am as a person. And I understand that not everyone is like that. So it's really just figuring out if that person is you and if it will affect you negatively or if it will empower you. And I think you should look at it as something that will empower you. I think you can kind of train your mind to think of it as something empowering while rather than it being something that's going to tear you apart or rip you apart. And I, but also, again, I can't speak for people who have severe anxiety or if that would really affect someone or if that would be all they were thinking about once they found that out and they were just counting down the days until that happened. I also think that's, that could be really bad because then you're keeping it in your mind and that's all you're focused on. And so, I don't know, sometimes when you focus on something, you manifest it. And I don't know if that's true, but I'm not here to try it out. So that's just kind of what I wanted to say with this whole craze going on. I think it's really cool. I think it's interesting. If the government is just trying to steal our DNA, I'm sure, I'm sure they're laughing at me. They're like, Maddie, you silly. We've had your DNA since birth. We don't need this. But I think it is a cool way to learn about your past and your history. And yeah, it's not necessary. Nothing is really necessary. But I think it'd be cool to try out. And with this craze going on and everyone seemed a little bit interested, like I said, I'm no expert on DNA or genetics or anything in that way. But sometimes it's good to know. And sometimes it's good to know if you're going to have kids and what could pass along. And obviously that shouldn't stop you from having children. But if you have really intense markers, maybe you think about other options. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. So I think, I, I think, I think, I think, I apparently think a lot in this podcast, but I believe that it would be cool to learn. And if you do have the results, but you don't want to look 
at them. Maybe think about it as, maybe think of it as a good thing to know and maybe that'll inspire you to look. Or if you really just want to keep it a secret, then you can keep it a secret between 23 and me and your, and your spit. So I hope that kind of gave some insight into that process. I, I don't know. I was sitting in bed the other day and I had that thought of, oh, maybe I should talk about this topic because I thought it was interesting. I think it's really interesting for someone to be able to look at your spit and see kind of your whole, like almost the little building blocks to your body and how things could be a little different or a little out of the ordinary, or they could be totally normal and see where you come from and see who you could be related to. I think that's really cool. And so I wanted to talk about it and talk about that genetic side of things. And I, I don't know, it might not be the perfect system where they have all and not to say that that's the other thing is I don't have any of those genetic markers but also I don't think that keeps me out of the clear like I'm not like oh puh, puh, I'm good I I'm fine my genetics say I'm not going to get this so I'm not going to get this because who knows what's going to happen in this world they said with my pseudo tumor that people who are overweight over 40 and on birth control tend to get it. And I was, what, 19, never taking birth control and like a normal, not, I hate that, um, a size that was, I don't know, it was fine with my height, you know? So nothing crazy. So yeah, I don't, so they said that. And so not everybody knows everything. And when I look it up with the pseudotumor stuff, people say that's so stupid that they would even suggest that as a marker because that happens with some people but not all people and it's a disease that not many people know a ton about yet so nobody can really say one way from the other and I think that goes with a lot of things is they don't have exact perfect knowledge on why something will happen or why it won't happen I think this life is a little crazy and things evolve and change and so Just because it says you don't, that doesn't mean you're out of the clear. And that's not to scare anybody. That's not to say, oh, well, everyone is almost going to get everything and everybody should watch out and be paranoid all the time. No, because I don't think that's any way to live. And I think that's just going to put more stress, unneeded stress on your body. I just think that's good to keep in mind that this, this life of ours is so kooky crazy. And I don't think anyone knows exactly what's going to happen at any point in time. But if someone has some sort of inkling to an idea, I think it's cool to know. And that's just my opinion. That's what this podcast is, my opinion. So I hope this was uh, an entertaining episode. I hope it maybe answered some questions from people and it was kind of a little break. I kind of want to figure out more of these types of informative things or talking about things or talking about, I don't know, certain crazes or, um, I was going to say phenomenas, phenomenons, phenomenons. Um, but that's not the word I was looking for. Do, 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 do. We'll just end it there. (laughs) Um, so yeah, if you have any other little, things that you're really interested in and you're like, Maddie, why are people so interested in this? Or why is this crazy? Or why is this a thing? Or you should look into this. You know where to reach me. I said it at the beginning of the podcast. And 
I think that's about it for this episode. I will be in, in New Jersey next week. That's exciting. I get to see the Martin, my dude. And I'm really pumped to be with him before I go to London. And maybe I'll do like a London healthcare episode or something. Maybe that'd be interesting. I don't know. If that interests you, let me know. If not, also let me know. Okay. Also, I had a couple new reviews on iTunes. So thank you so much to those people who reviewed. That's awesome. If you also want to review, that'd be great. I think you can review my face it on my Facebook page too. So that'd be cool if you did that. I don't know. I don't quite know how that works. If not, and you want to just keep listening and like hide in the shadows and just listen, I fully support that. That's what I do with most of my podcasts anyways. So thank you. Thank you. And that's about it. So have a great whatever time it is, wherever you guys are, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.